Welcome to Langstaff Online. My name is Michael De Silva, and I am your host for this episode. Before we begin, we are excited to be adding a new feature to our podcast. We would like to hear from you, our listeners from around the globe, so please leave us a message. Perhaps some feedback from an episode you found to be helpful, or ideas on a future episode topic you would like us to try and cover, or any general comments you might think would be helpful. Please use the link in the description to leave your message. We are looking forward to hearing from you and may even feature part of your message on a future episode. Now back to episode 63. In this episode, we are going to be listening to Brian Joyce, who is continuing his series on spiritual warfare. The title of his message is Praying in the Spirit, a Dependent Heart. This is part nine. Today is the ninth podcast in the Spiritual Warfare series of 10. We will be considering the Soldier's Prayer from Ephesians 6. Thank you for joining. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this medium of technology to communicate the, the truth of your word. Your word is true, faithful, and eternal. It is wonderful that it has been preserved for our benefit and growth. Thank you for your goodness. Please give help today as we consider the important subject of prayer. We want to be women and men of prayer. We ask this in the worthy name of your Son, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The overriding reality of Ephesians 6 is that we cannot face the enemy alone. On our own, we are no match. Our resources are woefully inadequate. This is the very reason we need the armor of God. This is why we need to put on our Lord Jesus Christ. Because our fullness, our resources, our victory are all found in Him and His strength. It is not at all surprising then that on the heels of the armor is the subject of prayer. I call it the soldier's prayer. Paul says, Praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance making supplication for all saints and also for me, Ephesians 6, 18 and 19. As believer soldiers, we enter the battlefield of life and face the enemy in the attitude of prayer. Notice how the Spirit of God leads the apostle to highlight several important characteristics of prayer. Unceasing prayer. God wants us praying at all times, not hidden away in our quiet uh, spots shirking our daily obligations, but rather bringing him into all that we do. It means living in a conscious attitude of prayer, not sporadic, but steady. It is this attitude that makes us aware that God is near, meaning that life becomes a continual conversation with our God and Savior. As we wake up each morning, we start the conversation and it continues through our day. We live with the understanding that the veil is torn to the holiest presence of God. 
It happened when Jesus died, and this is where we live. John talks about it as abiding in Christ, or like the psalmist, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91, 1. Effective prayer. To pray in the Spirit is to pray effectively or in His power. James says, you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly. To spend it on your own passions, James 4, 3. This is the philosophy of the prosperity gospel movement, which says, trust in Jesus and have all your problems removed and all your desires fulfilled. But if we are living in communion with God, we will pray with the power of the Holy Spirit because our desires will be His desires. The Lord Jesus told His disciples, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. John fourteen thirteen. This is not selfish praying, but praying that will honor the Father. Paul calls it praying in the Spirit. Comprehensive prayer. We are exhorted to pray with all prayer and supplication. William MacDonald says, and I quote, Then, too, the soldier should use all kinds of prayer, public and private, deliberate and spontaneous, supplication and intercession, confession and humiliation, praise and thanksgiving, end of quote. Strong's indicates that the word for prayer is a general word having the idea of worship. When we pray in the Spirit, whatever type of praying it may be, it will be worship. Anytime our hearts are lifted to God in truth and reality, it is an act of worship. When we supplicate on behalf of other believers, we are engaging in community and uniting in a common interest. We do not fight the enemy alone. We need each other. The support that comes from praying with and for each other is invaluable. Vigilant prayer. Paul says when we pray, it is to be with vigilance. The word means to keep awake, to be circumspect, attentive, or ready. The Lord urged his disciples in the garden to watch and pray, lest you fall into temptation. True prayer requires keen alertness and a guarded mind from the filth of the world, from the pitfalls of Satan, and from the sinful desires of our fallen nature. Tenacious prayer. We are to pray tenaciously or with all perseverance. Luke records the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth, who are older when we are introduced to them. After years of praying, the angel said, Your prayer is heard. God always answers our prayers. Sometimes it is a definite yes. Other times it is a clear no. While other times, God wants us to wait. This waiting requires a stick-to-itness in prayer. It is so easy to give up and assume God is not answering. Luke reminds us that men are always to pray and 
not to faint. Inclusive prayer. We are to pray inclusively, making supplication for all saints. I don't think it would be possible to list every saint in the world, so it doesn't mean that. But it does mean that there are that there is no saint you would not pray for. A willingness to include each and every saint with no restrictions. A good place to start, if you haven't already, is to pray for each believer in your local church. Specific prayer. We are to pray specifically. Paul says, and also for me. Paul needed the prayers of God's people. He wanted them to be specific, and so he asked a specific request. What did he ask for? Verse 19 tells us he wanted wisdom in what he said and courage in order to say it. If you want God to answer, you must be specific. Paul acknowledged that he needed the prayers of the saints, and he was not afraid or ashamed to ask God's people to pray for him. For one reason or another, I have heard of believers downplaying the importance and value of asking other believers to pray for them. This is sad because it deprives God's people of interceding for you and of seeing God at work in his answers. I hope this short podcast will be a help and encouragement to you as you wage war with the enemy and seek to keep your lifeline to God strong and vibrant. Thanks for listening. Remember, God hears each of your prayers.